It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. David Harrison is out for this particular episode. He'll return with a crossover Thursday episode on the next episode, and then we'll be back together once more before the Carolina Panthers host the Washington football team Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock in Charlotte. North Carolina. Once again, we are free and available on all platforms. We appreciate you being with us and for making us your first listen of each and every day. We have a bunch of roster moves and information to provide to you guys as the Washington football team begins their practice week uh, on Wednesday, uh, again, heading to Charlotte, North Carolina for Sunday afternoon's game. So here's the deal. We're going to go through this quick, and then we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll return for Chris McClain on the other side so that we leave enough time for that. So Washington activated Sadiq Charles from the COVID-19 reserve list. So that gives them a little bit more of an option. With Cornelius Lucas starting last week, Sam Cosme was active, but, uh, you know, Lucas obviously, you know, kind of, uh, held the fort down and did very well. So you have that. Uh, again, Sadiq Charles can play inside and outside. I don't know if he can play anything well, but he can play inside uh, and outside. The Washington football team officially put, uh, no surprise here, Chase Young on the injured reserve list. Of course, he's expected to be out for the season, even though everybody has been running and running and running and running and running with the fact that Ron Rivera said he had a torn ACL. Ron Rivera said nothing of the sort. Um you know, he he basically hid from it for whatever reason he had uh, and he didn't even say he was definitely out for the year. But yet everybody is just taking off and running with whatever narrative they want because of what their sources are telling. Uh, I, I don't I don't I try not to do the sources game because sources a lot of times lie to you and, and don't tell you the truth. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. Daniel Wise, a defensive lineman who can play inside and outside, was signed from the practice squad. Uh, he's a guy that jumped out a little bit during training camp and the preseason, so I'm glad uh, to see him get an opportunity here. They need it because, look, uh, ultimately with Montez Sweat and Chase Young both out, and Montez Sweat is not going to be back for several weeks, and again, we know Chase Young is gone for the season, you have all the interior guys, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, Tim Settle, but on the outside, you have James Smith-Williams, you have Casey Tuhill. You have Shaka Tony. They brought up Bunmi Rottini. And now Daniel Wise. So basically, that gives you, what, five potential ends and also four potential defensive linemen or interior defensive tackles, I should say. So right now, if I'm calculating that right, that's nine. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many are active. I mean, I would assume eight at least, maybe even nine. I know they want to bulk up at the line of scrimmage, A, to protect against Cam Newton in the red zone and in the goal-to-go area, and B, and the bigger body that he is, and then B, 
also to deal with Christian McCaffrey, who, again, not only is a runner, but is an outstanding receiver, but in short area quickness and space. They want to rotate their guys, especially some of their younger and more untested guys, because you don't want guys to go from 20, playing 20 snaps-ish a game to playing 60 or 70. That's not what you want, because you're going to run out of gas. So I think it's more bodies, more depth, more options. And then they'll go light at linebacker, uh, at which they pretty much have been. All right, so Daniel Wise up also on the practice squad. Uh, Tamaric Hemingway is back. He was uh, let go during training camp or at the end, at the cutdown uh, to 53. Remember, at one point, he was thought to be uh, by many, not me necessarily. Uh, you know, I mean, I thought he would make the roster probably, but I didn't know. But everybody was acting like he was like the second tight end shoe in, no doubt about it. And then he had a horrible preseason game against New England. Then he got hurt and boom, that was pretty much it. Well, he's been brought back to the practice squad. So has defensive tackle Gabe Wright, who has been here uh, off and on as well. So there's all your roster moves for the Washington football team on Tuesday. And again, they get set for the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton, Ron Rivera's reunion. Uh, don't forget Marty Herney as well, Eric Stokes, who's in their front all. I mean, the whole, basically, uh, the whole organization, 30-plus members are making their return in terms of coaches and personnel and players and so on. And so not everybody's going to play. Not everybody, obviously, you care about. But Ron Rivera is the big story. And, of course, going against Cam Newton, who made his return uh, to the Carolina Panthers this past Sunday after signing last week, late in the week, and still contributing uh, two touchdowns. And now he's going to get the first-team reps and it is the very likely starter over P.J. Walker, as was expected. All right, more on that, more on Ron Rivera returning to Charlotte with my buddy Chris McLean next, right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here, Washington football team fans. David and I have been trying to tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. And here's what the cool part is. You're going to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back on your first fill-up. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Again, you're going to get 25 cents back on every fill-up uh, if you use and get the Get Upside app. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code, again, TOUCHDOWN, and you're going to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, if you're driving into a city, uh, if you're driving all around the country, wherever you might be, especially with gas being as expensive as it is, guys, are cashing out two to $300 a month. How about that? There's no catch. Cash back goes right back into your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's code TOUCHDOWN. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
All right, it is Chris Russell with you, flying solo on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. David Harrison will return with the crossover Thursday edition uh, for Locked On Washington and Locked On Panthers. But right now, part one of an in-depth look at Ron Rivera's reunion, what it means for the people in Charlotte, what the organization might be willing to do, what it means with Cam Newton back and Cam and everything else with my buddy Chris McLean from WFNZ. Radio in Charlotte, you can listen to him on the Mac Attack each and every morning. Longtime Charlotte resident uh, and just a good dude, my former radio partner, Chris McLean, part one right here, right now. Before we get into Cam and the football stuff, what is the temperature in Charlotte right now, not the air temperature? The temperature about Ron coming home, you know, uh, Taylor Heineke, for whatever that means, coming home, a lot of ex-coaches, a lot of Charlotte flavor coming home. Oh, it's, I'll tell you this, if it wasn't for Cam, I feel like all those storylines would have been, because this, this team was lifeless for us. We were on life support, man, as a football town. I mean, the offense was just one of those that is just horrendous to watch. Sam Darnold, bless his heart. I know that's what we say in the South when we're trying to rip storm, be nice about it. He's not, I mean, he's a good class dude. But I think we're finding out it's not all Adam Gase's fault. You know, he really struggled, and this offense was tough to watch. So we got an influx of energy with Cam, and now I feel like all those storylines feel fun now because we're more excited about the team. Whereas I think if we weren't excited about the team, I don't think it would have been as big of a deal. But now it's like, oh, yeah, Heineke. Cam's all back up against Cam. Oh, right. then you get Ron. What does he know? Does he know Cam's tricks? You know, that would be fun. And, oh, my God, Joey Sly. We get to go against him. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like now the reunion thing seems fun because for the first time in a, in a few years, that fan base is going to get to show up at the stadium and see Cam Newton introduced to the crowd, do a Superman like that. Mm-hmm. We just can't wait for everything to do with that game on Sunday now. But like, I got to be honest, Russell, if you called me last week, like if the games were switched or something and we didn't have Cam yet, I might not even answer the call. You know what I mean? But, well, well <laughs> I, I mean, you, you try not to answer my calls anyway, because <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're, you don't really like me, but you, you play nice. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because as soon as we got the report last Thursday morning, that was the first thing I thought of is, oh, my God, Cam's going to be around for Ron's return to Charlotte. And it, you just mentioned, I mean, there's so many different connections here. I mean, Joey Sly just got here yesterday. Yeah. Three goals, two extra points. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Joey Sly replaced Graham Godot in 2019. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it it's so weird. Um, Before we get to Cam, and, and obviously that's what makes this – extra special from a from a Rivera perspective um you know I I know there was the last year and a half there wasn't great uh some of that uh, maybe a good deal of that was because Cam wasn't healthy right but the defense struggle and fame how is Ron remembered in Charlotte um like in, in 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 history is it just hey he was this great man and good coach he was this great man and eh, coach. How was how he kind of remembered? Uh, well, first of all, anybody that doesn't remember him as at least a good coach. I mean, and they'll be, you know, how it is in every fan base. They'll be jerks that want to nitpick. Well, he only had such a percentage of winning seasons. It's like they went to the playoffs four times in five years. Panther fans that are being honest with themselves know 
that just do- didn't happen any other time in franchise history. Like this isn't right. exactly the Steelers rich history here or something like that, you know? So I look at them as the best coach this franchise has ever had. I look at those as, and I don't know, I mean, y'all, y'all got your history there. So people may let la- old time Washington fans may laugh at us, but those were the golden years. Yeah. We didn't get a championship, but when you compare and you look at 25 plus years of franchise history, those were the golden years when Ron and Cam teamed up and they got to the playoffs four out of five years and they got to a couple title games and they got to the Super Bowl. Like those were the best years, the most fun we ever had. Ron Rivera, two-time coach of the year as well. Like I don't think you can scoff at that. So people that I think have the proper perspective around here and aren't trying to nitpick, they right. look at him, I think, as the best that we've ever had here who had a great tenure, but it was time for a change, you know, and for on both parties. And the cam injury obviously hurt him. You know, he had to deal with that in the last year and a half. And that just really, you know, killed this franchise for the time being. But also, you you nailed the other thing, too. Uh, first and foremost, I don't think there's anybody in this town that would ever say anything other about him as a man. That he's a great man that we all still have love for individually. And, man, when we got the news of his cancer, I mean, this town went through it, too. Mm-hmm. And so many keep pounding messages were sent to him. And I know he acknowledged that. Yep. That the fan really lifted him, helped lift him up. So I really love him. He was great to cover. And uh, I definitely, you know, keep an eye on what he's doing there. And now the fact that he gets to go against Cam, it's just, man, this is going to be a real, it's going to be a real fun one here. Yeah, so. it makes it extra special. And, and you know, as of this recording, we're doing this obviously on Tuesday afternoon. Ron basically tabled all questions. Yeah, I heard that. And the return until Wednesday. So, you know, we, we don't have his exact words, but you know it's going to be sentimental for him. Before we get, again, into Cam and and the new look Carolina Panthers and the game itself, one last thing. Do you, do you know – I mean, I assume he's going to get – I know he's going to get a very, very nice ovation. Stand, you know, do you know if the organization is going to do anything special for him? Because it is a weird spot. It's an opponent, and it's a very important game for both teams. That's a good question. I got to be honest. I've been so obsessed with, like – um, uh, Cam coming out of the tunnel and the fans going crazy. And I hadn't yeah. thought about that. if they do something special for Ron. I think that'd be a very cool touch if they did. Um, uh, but I don't know anything in regards in, in regards to that. But that would just add to the scene if they had some sort of acknowledgement for Ron. It really would. No doubt about it. Chris McLean with us, WFNZ Radio in Charlotte, longtime morning host, the Mac Attack, and a good buddy of mine uh, has always been. Um, my guy to go to for uh, thoughts on, on, on Charlotte uh, and, and Carolina uh, Panthers football. Um, all right. So let's, let's get to then Cam. We know Matt rule said he's going to get the first team reps. I, I think pretty much everybody kind of expected that. Do you expect I, I did. So, I, I mean, I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking here. I said last Thursday and Friday, I said, I thought Cam was going to have, a red zone, a goal to go package, and we saw it. Is that what you were kind of expecting, or did that even surprise you? Not the two touchdowns, but just how involved he was in those spots, in those sequences. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we expected the same thing because he's he's one of the greatest red zone weapons we've ever seen. A quarterback mm-hmm. that can transform into damn near Derrick Henry, you yeah. know, when he runs the ball. So I think we knew, hey, our coach are sharp enough to figure out short week they got to get him involved there. Plus. Carolina struggled. We struggled so much in the red zone. It was like a godsend. I was kind of surprised, like, holy crap, here we are, like two, three minutes in, and it's happening, you know, and then he scores a touchdown. And then and then they get him down there again, they throw us a touchdown pass. Right. And, I mean, I, I, we're all losing our minds. We just could not believe. Like, it was. Cam said after the game, he says, 
you, he says, you couldn't make a lie up about an athlete coming back somewhere and make it that good. He said he himself could not believe, and obviously that's why he gets the penalty, takes off the helmet, and yells, right. I'm back. I'm so back, maybe, yeah. Maybe just how quickly, like, he got implemented. But I think it came down. This is why Cam thanked Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey got him literally to the one or two-yard line twice mm -hmm. in the first seven minutes of the game, and it was kind of like they actually, on the first possession, they actually ran first and goal from the one or the two without Cam. And so they did that, and the play didn't work. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess they're not going to camp yet. And here he comes. So it was, like, yeah. it was almost like they were waiting. Ah, do we need to do it here? And once they one play failed, they were probably having flashbacks to red zone failures past. They put them in there and they score on the second down. Well, play. and, and, and they're and they used it right away. And like you said, I think it's what, what you said is a really good thing. He he's like a quarterback turning into Derrick Henry. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the first thing that I thought. I said, well, I. Like, even when he signed, I said, look, I, I don't know what they're going to do with him this Sunday, but I, I thought they would have a limited package, meaning at Arizona, even though he just signed Thursday. But I wasn't as sure about that as I was for Ron and Washington this Sunday. Yeah. By Surely by then, look, I don't know if he's going to start, but he's definitely going to have a red zone or a goal-to-go package. And boom, then we see it, obviously, last Sunday. And now we see, okay, now he's going to be the starter if all yeah. – goes okay how do you think um i mean i know the fan base is excited about it i can see the excitement in you how do you think yeah. that's going over in, in 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 not only the locker room but also the quarterback room where pj walker doesn't play horrible uh he's matt's guy from temple and he's pj walker he's not owed anything but here cam newton walks in off the street superman super cam <laughs> yeah is is that dynamic going to be okay, you think? I think it is. Well, first of all, the locker room in general. I, when Cam was – when they signed him, I started getting texts from a couple of guys that I know on the team or, or his past teammates. And they said, dude, wait until you see the energy he injects in this team. He says they need it and he'll bring it. And I, we looked at it and you saw it, you know. That whole team is just amped up because the young guys, they kind of revere Cam. Yeah. The guys that, you know, have been in the league with him, they also have that respect. He's a former MVP. So – uh, he he jacked up everybody immediately. Even the defense feeds off like now we got a guy that's gonna finish drives. Like we they went out and they got a turnover and then a turnover on downs, produced short field twice, and they actually finished in the red zone. The week before they kicked field goals, you know. So mm -hmm. the defense is probably getting fired up too. The PJ Walker thing is interesting. The one thing about Cam that I think a lot of people don't realize that are on the outside of the situation, like he looks like this cocky, arrogant dude a lot of times. And I understand that. But, like, he and P.J. Walker already had a celebration for each other's touchdowns worked out. They did the – a lot of teams have done it. The old – thing Cam used to do is the old jump shot kind of celebration right, thing. Right. Like, they already had that worked out for whoever was going to score the touchdown. Cam runs over there, and they're doing it. And P.J. didn't do it right. Cam showed him here. We got this Eurostep person we got to do, right? And it's just – so, already, they're, like, kind of teaming up. He has that ability to, mm -hmm. like, even if you would think, oh, man, P.J.'s not going to like this. He ingratiates himself to people. Yeah, he's kind of silly. Yeah, he's got that moment he looks in the camera, I'm back. And you know, I mean, plenty of people in middle America probably, I look at that selfish. But, but he has this way inside the locker room to just, you know what I mean, make people, get people on his side. And it seems like he and PJ are good. The one thing for PJ, I think, is that he at least got that one start and it was an impressive win over the Cardinals. You, he played solid. You know, one anything special is a lot of short passes and stuff like that. 
Um, but he at least put that on tape for whatever his future is, whether it's here or somewhere else. So I'm sure he's grateful for that. But yeah, he sees the writing on the wall. All right. Again, that is part one of my conversation with Chris McLean. Coming up, we'll spin around the rest of the Carolina Panthers and take a look at their defense, which is going to present Taylor Heineke with all sorts of issues. We'll do that next right here on LOWFT. All right, guys, once again, it is Chris Russell with you for Built Bar. You know Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. Where are you? Say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. It's not waxy. It's not chalky, soft, 100% covered in chocolate, easy to chew. And when you bite into it, you know it's absolute bliss. No matter what flavor you like, whether it's mint brownie, David's favorite, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, cherry barcia, raspberry, uh, and they're coming out with new flavors every couple of days at Built.com. They're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein. So instead of that fattening, terrible-for-you bowl of chocolate ice cream for a late-night dessert, how about a Built Bar? That's right. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Guys, betonline.ag, they're back and better than ever. All new web interface, easy to use, basketball season, college, NBA, more props, odds, lines, more than ever before. They're your number one spot for basketball and football action all this season. If you use the promo code Locked On, you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you go to sign up at betonline.ag. From basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, and more. UFC, don't forget about that. Your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage. BetOnline.ag. To bet all your favorite sports and more at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, we're wrapping up our conversation with Chris McLean, WFNZ, and the Mac Attack right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Take a listen. So I wanted to ask you about Christian McCaffrey. I mean, now two games back, the first game, you know, it seemed like he was like kind of just getting his footing back, and that's more than understandable. Had the setback, then had to go on IR after being out since week three. Obviously, that really hurt this offense. Now, you mentioned the short passes from P.J. Walker. Well, he was the recipient of 10 of those on 10 targets. You know, 66 yards, and oh, by the way, still 95 rushing yards. Is he fully, fully back, or do you think he's still got – another step that he can take well he was fully back in that game he had by the way he had 17 of those 23 touches in the first half he had over 130 of those yards in the first i mean he was just unbelievable in the first half getting the ball in the cam range if you will you know and um the second half it was only six six touches most of them were catches in the short passing game and then all of a sudden there he was on the sideline grabbing that hamstring again Mm. and kind of massaging it himself. And a trainer was talking to him and taking a look at it. And then uh, Matt rule says he was Matt rule says he's fine. Says he took him out because, Hey, we're up four touchdowns. There's no reason to give him more touches, which thank God, because in the past coaches have not, they've just, you know, ridden him into the ground. But then I, then you see him on TV kind of using a football under the hamstring. I will not I will not do this for you, Russell. You do not need to see, you know. I don't want to see your hamstrings, right. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to see any of that. But, like, he had a football under the hamstring. Like, you'd use one of those rollers. It was almost yeah, like rolling. Yeah, yeah. So there's something going on there. Matt Rule downplayed it. But, again, we're doing this interview on Tuesday. Wednesday, you know, is the big day, right, for practice. Like, okay, you've had your Tuesday off day. Now can you practice? 
Matt Rule downplayed it, but we're so paranoid. It's like yeah. I'm like a mama bird with her baby bird with Christian McCaffrey right now. I'm so worried about the soft tissue injuries. So we'll see as the week plays on. But there's there was something there. There was something there at the end of the game. But well, do you have any uh, any athletic training or physical uh, therapy uh, skills uh, in those in those hands of yours that you can like rub his thigh or or his hamstring or anything like that? <laughs> if I had them, I would be willing to do it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I yeah. would take one I, for the team. I would. I, I think his uh, actress wifey there would uh, not be too uh, happy about that. Yeah, yeah, he's in good hands. I only get these big. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. So just spinning around the rest of this offense. Uh, one of the other areas that, you know, I guess Ron and, and and this staff, John Matsko, who was the offensive line coach and others, and they're all obviously here. Travell Wharton, who you know, uh, is here. Uh, one of the areas that they struggled, I think, is keeping offensive linemen healthy and, and upright. I remember when Washington came to Charlotte, uh, la- you know, the last time, and they kicked their teeth in and they ran away with that game. Not only could they not stop the run, but they didn't have anybody to protect Kyle Allen in that particular game. A, a lot of things have changed. How's the offensive line? How is the wide receiver group minus Curtis Samuel, who obviously hasn't made an impact here because he's been yeah. But Robbie Anderson, who we mentioned, has been, I think, a nice addition. Yes. I mean, how, size all that up for me. The, well, first of all, the O-line is the biggest darn weakness on this football team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, they've got injuries on the O-line, but honestly, the front-line guys were struggling. I mean, it's one of the reasons why the game plan the other day involved so much quick drops. It wasn't just because mm-hmm. of PJ. Right. It was because we got to get this ball out. So, um, uh, you know, the, the – Interior of the line, that left tackle spot. I mean, basically, it's Taylor Moten at right tackle, and then everybody else we pray for. You know, it's like we hope that they hold up. They had a pretty good week against Arizona. They run blocked really well against Arizona, and that's they do that better in pass blocking. But if Washington gets him, and I know the Chase Young injury, he would have been licking his chops in this yeah, game. Yeah. Um, so that helps Carolina. But, like, the basic thing is if Carolina does not run it, and doesn't get into like favorable down distances where you're second and eight, second and nine, third and eight, and the other team can tee off, man, it's, it's nerve wracking here. You know, if they can stay on schedule, I think they can, they can hold up. Okay. in pass protection. So that's the big key. Also Carolina is a team. They don't want to fall behind. I know most don't, but Carolina really doesn't. They want to stay on this formula, right? Especially mm-hmm. with Cam here. They want to run it. They want to get him in the zone read McCaffrey the backup backs in his own read and they want to play physical football. So if Washington can hold up against that run early, then the offensive line can really be exploited because this is the biggest weakness. The receivers, DJ Moore, y'all know him from Maryland. I mean, he must've called passes from like 98 quarterbacks there in Maryland. They kept going down. He kept still making plays. He's amazing. Nothing's uh, changed little, in the NFL then, you know. <laughs> he, he was he was he was a perfect place to college prepare for what's yeah. going on here with our quarterbacks. Right, exactly. But he, he's a little underutilized just because of who the quarterbacks he's played with have been. Um uh, Robbie Anderson's been a disappointment, you know. It's they, they he had a great year last year, thousand yard season. They both had a thousand yards. And we thought, man, we got a tandem here. And they gave Robbie this, you know, contract extension, two years, 30 million. And, I didn't even know if they should have done it then. Well, now I really am worried about it because of the season he's had. He's really struggled to get going. I will say this. You saw his little presser with Cam. Cam Cam and him have a bond immediately. I don't know. I don't know if it's the unique hairstyles they have. I don't know what unique personalities. 
but he kind of got it going a little bit. Had a touchdown from Cam, had four catches. I mean, he had been getting, Russ, like one catch a game for about a mm-hmm. four-week span. So uh, we've been a little disappointed what Robbie Anderson's been doing. DJ Moore is obviously the one guy you got to lock up. But McCaffrey's right. such a weapon in the pass game. you got to account for him, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, it also helps to not have Sam Darnold as your quarterback. Yes, yes. He had the chemistry from New York. But, you know, oh. Adam Gase was blamed for everything. I, and I know Sam wasn't healthy. I got it. But I think Carolina fans and maybe Matt Rule and, and Brady and, and everyone uh, around the NFL finally saw that maybe it wasn't just all Adam Gase. Maybe something we was on <laughs> Sam Darnold. Exactly. All right. Uh, in, in the remaining you know minute or so that we have left, two minutes or whatever, uh, give me a spin around the defense. I know that the controversy with Burns um, – and 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 uh, and the New England quarterback Mac Jones, obviously, uh, that you know injury, you know that injury, that situation is still playing itself out. I guess there's a chance that he might play this week. Um, but Hassan Reddick seems to me, and Shaq Thompson seem to me like the two guys that you would immediately like identify and lock in on. As if you don't make sure you know where those two guys are, you don't have a chance if you're Washington. Is that fair? By the way, don't judge all Max based on that dirty action for Mac Jones, twisting Brian Burns' ankle. But anyway, no, Burns played last week. I wouldn't say it was his best performance, but he was real close to a sack right. where Reddick actually ended up getting half a sack right. and Morgan Fox did. And he had a couple pressures. I mean, he was noticeable, but maybe not his best. I would say – I'll put it as a troika right now. Reddick and Burns on the outside and Shaq Thompson in the middle. Shaq Thompson has played at a level. You know, he bulked up a little bit. Because he had been one of those smaller, faster linebackers, right? Mm-hmm. He was an athlete. He played, you know, running back some in college mm-hmm. and safety mm-hmm. and stuff. So he was always that, you know, guy that would run all over the place, but the blockers would get to him and he couldn't get off the blocks and stuff like that. Well, this year he appears to have put 10, 15 pounds on, but I'll be damned. He doesn't look slower to me. Like he's still getting sideline to sideline. He's taking his game to another level in the middle. He's really grown up, become a leader. And Reddick and Burns are two great bookends. They also get a lot of pressure schematically. Phil Snow is big on dropping. We have so many versatile players here, like Reddick and Burns or two of them, Jeremy Chin, guys like that. He's mm-hmm. big on, like, sending guys and, hey, I'll drop a Burns on this player. I'll drop a Reddick. And because they're so versatile, they can do it. And I think schematically they've gotten a lot of pressure. It's number two-ranked defense this year. They're a young defense but they also added some key veterans like Daquan Jones and A.J. Boye at corner and Morgan Fox from the Rams. And it's just – and they added Gilmore, obviously, this season as well. And it's just – it's a it's a heck of a defense. And I think that's why they felt like we got to go do this camp thing. One of the things one, one of uh, the guys I know over here in the front office said to me is, we, could, we didn't want to waste this defense. Like, yeah, we feel like we're building a defense that's going to be pretty good for the next few years. But the way they're playing this year, we didn't want to waste it. They really feel like – Cam Newton and McCaffrey in the run game and the defense in this NFC. I'm sure you guys are even looking at those playoff standings, right? And yeah. the NFC is just yeah. calling out your name there for the seventh spot. So mm. I think they wanted to, hey, we got to do this camp thing. We have a legitimate shot. And somehow the Panthers are sitting there in that seventh and final playoff spot, despite this season that has had us miserable for stretches. Well, that's why, I, you know, I've been telling everybody here, be careful not only just about the offense, but also the defense that they're going to take on, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Taylor Heineke is coming off of his best game, certainly of the year going down. Uh, one last thing for you, I actually forgot. Uh, what's the deal with Gilmore as as we record this, right? Because didn't he get banged up? 
uh, on Sunday, if if I heard that right. I mean, obviously, I was at the Washington-Tampa Bay game. Is that is that fair? And, and do you expect him to play this Sunday? They called it a dislocated finger. They said he was okay to go in after that, but he only played 13 snaps. Now, they've been still working him on kind of a pitch count because yeah. he's coming back from that leg injury right. to have him out for so long in New England. Right. Um, I would say he's probably going to play, but they've they've kind of been limited to him. They play a lot of different guys. It's almost, you know, Snow and Rule both come from, from the college ranks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they, they have more through, guys. They rotate so much. Like, say, the safeties opposite Jeremy Chin, like, they pretty much split down the middle, Burris and Chandler. Like, a lot of NFL teams traditionally don't do that. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to have your set guys and you have your package guys. So, I think Gilmore will – play i'm not sure it's going to be near 100 percent snaps but they have a lot of corners that they like to rotate through you know but i think he's going to be all right gotcha mac you're the man i appreciate your time as always great insight information insight all right guys that is going to do it for us right here on the lockdown washington football team podcast for this midweek edition again david will be back with a crossover thursday edition we'll be back with one more episode as well picks predictions x factors all of that stuff uh don't forget While you're making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen of the day, you can make the Locked On Bets podcast your second listen of the day. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. All right, thank you, Washington football team fans, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the good inside look at what's ahead for Ron Rivera, Cam Newton, and the rest of all the juicy storylines in Charlotte this weekend. Again, I'm Chris Russell, David Harrison. Check him out covering the Washington football team on SI.com, part of Foundation. You can listen to me Monday through Friday, three to seven, most days, on the Team 980, the Washington football team flagship station, and the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us. Have a great rest of the week. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.